Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Soul Food, episode 7, titled Learning. And in this episode, we're going to look at the importance of learning hadith and the importance of sitting with scholars. And then finally, the importance of disseminating knowledge and that knowledge be spread and that each and every one of us has a role in conveying that knowledge to others. So we're looking at this beautiful book by Imam al-Sha'rani where he really is highlighting all of these important covenants that we've had with the Prophet ﷺ called Lawaqih al-Anwar al-Qudsiyya bi bayan al-Uhud al-Muhammadiyya Pollinating the lights of holiness and sanctity in the hearts by clarifying and showing people the Muhammadan covenants, the covenants that we've taken with the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. So Imam al-Sha'rani, he mentions that part of our covenant with the Prophet wasallam is studying and learning his sayings and preserving his sunnah. That this is one of the most important aspects of knowledge. In the last episode, we looked at seeking knowledge in general, but in addition to that, a focus on the sunnah of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and understanding that and learning it and conveying it. So this includes learning the hadith and conveying it to people who have not had access to it before. And Imam al-Sha'rani, he highlights some of the benefits of learning hadith and learning the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, and he highlights some really beautiful benefits. He says, one of the benefits is that by doing so, you are preserving one of the bases for the sharia. That we have the Qur'an, which is the basis for the sharia, for the sacred and divine law. And then in addition to the Qur'an, which is complementary to the Qur'an, is the sunnah of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. So by studying and involving ourselves in learning the way of the Prophet and his sayings, and his characteristics and the way that he lived وسلم, we are preserving one of the bases for the sharia and some of the great scholars they would say a jurist someone who is a faqih someone who knows a lot about sacred law and the rulings for example of prayer and fasting and business transactions and so forth someone who is a jurist who doesn't know the hadith or a scholar of hadith who doesn't know fiqh, who doesn't know jurisprudence, both of those people should be punished. In other words, both of those people should know better because they should know the hadith. If a person is a person of outward rulings, they should understand the hadith because they are a basis for those rulings. And someone who studies the sayings of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, should also know the way that the specialists and the scholars of fiqh have been able to extract the rulings from those ahadith. In other words, what Imam al-Sha'rani is saying is that we as believers, we should be well-rounded and we should give every aspect of knowledge its due and its right over us. 
Another benefit that Imam al-Sha'rani mentions in studying hadith is that a person sends Allah's peace and blessings upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam when stating each hadith. So that one of the benefits of studying the hadith is that you increase in sending salawat, in sending peace and blessings upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and also that a person when reading these ahadith they learn and they say and seek God's good pleasure and contentment with the, each of the companions. And they also send Allah's mercy on each of the consecutive generations that narrate the hadith. So for example, when studying a classical text of hadith, they might say all of the narrators leading up to the primary narrator. Let's say, for example, Imam al-Bukhari he will state all of the people in his chain of transmission back to the tabi'een, back to the companions, back to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. So one of the blessings of that is that connectedness to the Prophet wasallam, to the generation of the companions, and then to every consecutive generation after that by seeking Allah's mercy for them. And that's also a really beautiful benefit because it shows that we are, even many, many, many generations later, we are really standing on the shoulders of previous generations of righteous and scholarly men and women who preserved this religion and conveyed it to us. And it's a beautiful kind of way of honoring that connection. Another benefit that Imam al-Sha'rani mentions, and he says the greatest benefit of learning the hadith is that you become included in the dua of the Prophet ﷺ when he said, May Allah make radiant the one who hears my saying and preserves it, then conveys it as he has heard it. So in other words, the Prophet ﷺ, he made a dua that a person would have a special light and a special radiance when they hear his hadith and that they preserve it and they convey it just as they had heard it very accurately and precisely. This hadith is narrated by Abu Dawood and Tirmidhi. So the greatest speech, the greatest human speech, the greatest words of any created being, because the Qur'an is the uncreated speech of Allah, so the greatest human speech is the speech of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, And the words that have the most light and benefit and blessing and guidance are the words of the Prophet Muhammad So the dua that he made is that a person who commits themselves to his hadith, to his sayings, and convey them accurately, their face will become radiant and they will have a unique light. And they will just have, you know, some of the believers, some people of righteousness and scholars, you see as if there's this light emanating from them that those who commit themselves to the hadith of the Prophet they have a unique light. So giving some time and dedicating ourselves to learning the hadith has many, many benefits. And the Prophet wasallam, he said, Oh Allah, show mercy to my successors, my khulafa. Oh Allah, show mercy to my successors. So the companions asked, Who are your successors, O Messenger of Allah? And he said, Those who come after me, they convey my sayings and teach them to people. They convey my hadith and they teach them to people. This is narrated by Imam al-Tabarani. And this is really important because a large area of confusion for people 
is studying the ahadith but misunderstanding the ahadith. Or rather one could say reading the ahadith but misunderstanding the ahadith. So it's important that when you're learning from someone or you're accessing the ahadith, that you do so learning it from someone who has an understanding and that they are people who are qualified to teach. And then finally, another hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, which encourages us to spend time with the books of hadith and dedicate ourselves to his hadith, is the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever writes blessings upon me in a book, the angels continue to seek forgiveness for that person so long as my name is in that book. That when a person writes a book and they, they say, may God send peace and blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad, and they dedicate a focus to the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ, the angels continue to seek forgiveness for that person. That brings us to the next point of sitting with the scholars, that really learning from people who have embodied that knowledge. So true scholars, tr scholars who have internalized their knowledge, they exist. And we have to seek them out because they are the greatest receptacles of sacred knowledge. A lot of people are jaded in today's world and a lot of people see the mistakes of, you know, students of knowledge or people who are not quite accomplished, but the true scholars do exist and they must be sought out. But seeking them out requires humility and determination. That without humility, you won't be able to actually learn. So you can't say, you know, I already know what I need to know and I don't need to learn from anyone. Imam al-Sha'rani says, whoever says that, in reality, they are ignorant. And that divine assistance and spiritual openings, they are analogous to water. So the way that water flows to lower places, valleys and streams and so forth, the only way that you can attain divine assistance and spiritual openings is by being humble and lowly so that just like water, this divine assistance comes to you and you're able to receive it. So you have to be humble in the company of true scholars and see yourself as lower than other believers. When you do that, it doesn't mean that you humiliate yourself. There's a difference between humility and humiliation, but that you are humble and you see good and you see the potential to benefit from people and that you still have a lot to learn. And when you do that, you're able to benefit. The Prophet ﷺ said, that Luqman السلام, peace be upon him, said to his son, my son, you must sit with scholars and listen to the words of the sages, the people of hikmah, the people of wisdom. Truly Allah brings life to a dead heart through the light of wisdom, just as he brings the dead earth to life through the downpour of rain. Truly Allah brings to life a dead heart through the light of wisdom, just as he brings the dead earth to life through the downpour of rain. That's narrated by Imam al-Tabarani. And finally, once again, the Prophet ﷺ gives us a definitive description of the scholars that we should seek. He was asked, ﷺ, what is the best company to sit in? Who are the best people to keep company with? And he said, Salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, peace and blessings be upon him, the one whom seeing him reminds you of Allah, his speech increases you in knowledge, and his actions remind you of the hereafter. The best company to be in 
is the company of one who the very sight of them reminds you of God, their words increase you in knowledge, and their actions remind you of the hereafter. Those are the true scholars. This brings us to the final point about disseminating knowledge, is that this sacred knowledge that gives life to the heart and gives people success and salvation in the hereafter, we all have a responsibility in conveying it to others. It's not something that just is for the scholars and the most learned of people. The only way that the truth reached you is because someone took the time and effort to convey it over every generation. And the same goes for any learning that we acquire, right? And any learning that you acquire and you understand, you have the capability and the responsibility to teach that to others, even if it's just your own family members, even if it's just your friends. And that doesn't mean that a person becomes a scholar and starts assuming that they know more than they actually do. But when they learn something of goodness and benefit and they understand that, they can share it with others. And the Prophet ﷺ said, the one who guides to goodness is like the one who does it. The one who guides someone else to an act of goodness gets the same reward and is just like the one who acts upon that goodness. So that brings us to the call to action. At the very least, every single Muslim should study the 40 hadith of Imam al-Nawawi. And if you've already done that, then everyone, it might take some time and commitment, but everyone should spend time studying the gardens of the righteous, Riyadu Salihin of Imam al-Nawawi. And inshallah, in the show notes, we'll have links to classes in the 40 hadith and classes in the Riyadh al-Salihin. And then finally, also a recent translation of Riyadh al-Salihin, if you're interested in purchasing that and reading it either on your own or with your friends and family, and inshallah benefiting from it that way. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in love of Him and love of His beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May He increase us in beneficial knowledge and make us people of realization and internalization of that knowledge and people who convey the light of knowledge and the light of guidance to those in need. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.